Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We are continuing our study about the man, um, meaning that he has a spirit and a soul and a body, the complete man. So our goal is for us to get an understanding of who you are and how does God use um, all three of you to speak to you, to um, get his will to you so that you can then follow him and do the will of the Father, as Jesus said. So last podcast, we looked at the fact that God was the one that uh, um, he formed the Spirit. And you'll see scriptures also where he talks about he formed the soul and so forth. So, But we want to see what this man looked like. And one of the things that we had addressed early on was the reason why we see that um, all of the uh, rich people that have given, gotten their money and uh, have attained everything that one yells and we are programmed, if you will, to chase. And they have gotten their things, but yet they are not satisfied. Um, and so we know then that if they are a spirit, which the Bible teaches that they are, that that spiritual part of them is not satisfied with material things. Proverbs 28, uh, 25, 28. Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. And that is what you see uh, those that are chasing the material things to obtain it, gain it. And uh, we see that many of them uh, have no... They have no rule over their spirit because they have no rule over their spirit. It's like a broken down city without walls, meaning that depression, anxiety, all these other enemies of the individual invades that uh, city because the walls are broken down. And because the world, the walls are broken down, he or she are be, are able to be conquered, if you will. So, Let's continue to look at this teaching because we're going to follow 
a little while. I want to do this one on uh, the spirit and then one more, I believe. And uh, we will deal with how uh, we as man, how God relates to us with our spirit when we become born again and stuff like that. This one is focused on how man and God deals with each other in the spirit. So we see that as we started our uh, study, that first Thessalonians 5.23, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And that sanctification has to be done within the, as it states, and may your spirit and your soul and your body be preserved completely without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we know that there is no other mechanism by which um, this can be done where the man can be sanctified entirely outside of Jesus Christ. So every other religion on this planet that is formed by man is not going to be able to sanctify your spirit and your soul and your body. And that is why Jesus said, I am the way. You can't get to God except me. This is the only mechanism that is here on this planet that can sanctify the entirety of the man's spirit, soul, and body. So we see then that in Zechariah 12.1, that the source of this spirit is God. Uh, this is the word of the Lord concerning Israel, the Lord who stretched out the heavens, who laid the foundation of the earth, and who formed the spirit of man within him. And so we see clearly that this spirit of mankind is formed by God. Other people and other religions, they call him the source, which he is, but he has a name and um, uh, he has a personality and he's just not an entity out there floating around. He is my father. He is Adonai. He is the Holy Spirit and Yeshua. So the source has a name, has a personality, and the source has made a way by which we can then be sanctified by the source. And so you cannot obtain sanctification without the source sanctifying you. And so you must be born again. And that is the information, uh, the way by which the method modus operandus by which the source has di directed that only way by which the human spirit, soul, and body can be sanctified. You must be born again. So let's take a look as we continue looking at the spirit of man. Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city uh, broken down without walls. And we talked about that as far as the millionaires, but Anyone that relates to anyone, even Christians that don't allow the Spirit to guide them, because he tells us even the Scriptures, he, the Scripture says that we um, cast all your cares on him, don't worry, don't worry about your needs, all of these things, your health, all of those things that uh, our city wall, our, our, our city has been broken down because we haven't allowed the God's Word to fortify our our city, our faith, to fortify our city because our walls are down. The Bible tells us 
that these things can come in and they can take residence into that city and erode the city, the protection of the city. And that's why we see in the scripture that God is our protector and all of these different things. So Proverbs 22, 27, the spirit of a man is the lamb of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of his heart. So you see a combination there. And uh, when you look into the scripture, you'll see that the heart, in a lot of cases, refers also to the soul of the man. And so the spirit by which God comes in, and he's also searching the inner depths of the soul of the man, because he wants to know a couple of things about you. So we see then that the spirit of God is that candle, okay, as it tells us um, that, uh, or the lamp, of the Lord by which he then inspects us. And let's take a look at uh, Exodus chapter 35, verses 21. Let's see how God communicates with you and I. Then everyone came whose heart was stirred, and everyone whose spirit was willing. So we see the differences, the heart, and I told you that the heart is a reference to the soul, and um, we'll see that in the scriptures as we go along and continue our study. And everyone came whose heart was stirred and everyone whose spirit was willing. So the heart is stored, and the, but the uh, spirit of man was willing. See that combination that we're going to talk about. And they brought the Lord offering for the work of the tabernacle of meeting for all its services, and for the holy garment. So this was when uh, Moses was uh, coming to the people about building the temple of God. And so the people whose heart were stirred, okay, and their spirits were moved, um, or willing, if you will, their hearts were stirred and their spirit was willing to contribute to uh, the building of the temple, those were the ones who came and brought to uh, God. And this is one of the things that uh, uh, the church, um, the modern-day church, doesn't understand. And I know that they use tithes and offering to fleece the church mainly, and they, but they put it in a fashion by which that your blessing is tied into you giving tithes and offering, which is not true. Um, your blessing is, is, is tied into God's wisdom and working. If you study the Word of God, it tells us that as we study the Word of God and He begins to show us things, if we meditate on His Word day and night, whatsoever we lay our hands upon shall prosper. So the obedience to the Word of God, He will guide you into all those things. He'll guide you into investments and not buying land and all these different things. And as your heart um, is stirred and your spirit is willing, you will give beyond that 10% and so forth. It is not a, we are now under a new law. We are under the law of grace, no longer under, uh, the other law. Um, you know, so these guys use the word of God to make the family, uh, families hurt 
when they don't have, when they're going through a tough time, and let's say they don't have money. I remember my mom when I was going through some tough times in my life, and I had, um, I, I was looking for a job and believing God for a job when I lost my business. Uh, she would give me a penny, a couple of pennies, and, and whatever she, she could scrape up in her purse and give it to me to give to God. And I was looking at that going, you know, and, and tossing that. And so my attitude was absolutely wrong, all of that. So God is not interested in that because he told us the story with the woman with the mic. He was interested in the attitude. These guys were coming tossing a lot of money. But that woman with the mic, her attitude was correct. And her heart, um, I would beg to say that her heart was stirred and that her spirit was willing because she gave everything she had, and God knew her situation, and boy, would he act on that. Let's go again to First Chronicles chapter 5, 26. So the God of Israel stirred up the spirit of Paul, um, uh, who the king of Assyria. Uh, uh, and so we see that God comes through the spirit. He stirs up the spirit of man, which will cause man... Uh, soul to make a decision and as a result that is all done by the grace of God God cannot uh, violate the will of God but the grace of God is uh, a force that uses to influence the man's decision just like the woman influences the man's decision God uses grace to influence a man's Decision. So we see that. So the God of Israel stirred up the spirit of. And let's go to um, Ezra chapter one verses one. Now the first year of the Cyrus of king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled. The Lord, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia. How by God's grace he stirred up. He causes man's spirit to be a little restless, if you will. And that restlessness will then begin to, uh, but because of grace, the influence, the divine influence of, of, upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to the believer. And that's why I say God, how does the scripture says, the heart of the king is in the hand of God. All of it, and God can move it back, back and forth as it states, like a brook. And that's why um, these men and women that are here on this planet, all of them are being governed by our Father. And I've did a study on that, that every one of us is on God's timetable. And it's not the other way around that uh, God is on our timetable. Uh, because in the fullness of time is when he does all of his business. And so he tells us, the scripture tells us that God gives us enough time to um, uh, hang ourselves, if you will. Proverbs 16, 2. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, in the man's own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. That's where he looks at, and that's where he deals with. Why? Because the scripture tells us who God is. It's very clear. It says God is a spirit, and he has a soul, and he has a body just like you and I, because the scripture tells us that he made us in his image and in his likeness. Um, a man's pride will bring him low, but the humble, uh, but a humble spirit will retain honor, retain honor. That's why I say, you see these men and women, these, uh, 
so-called pastors that are driven by pride, they are not going to go well. It is not going to go well with them. One of the things that I've told you guys that the Word of God um, has both things. He says with the humble, he will be humble. With the forward, he'll be forward. With, with uh, all of these things, what's built into that? Um, God's blessing and judgment. Uh, we call God's judgment is uh, karma. Uh, most people call it karma. It's built in within the Word of God. Uh, those that are uh, um, doing injustice, because God is throat thrown, the Bible tells us, is built on righteousness and justice. Those that are do injustice, the Bible tells us that how they dish out that injustice, it will be responded to them. That is what we call the karma, the judging aspect of the Word of God, this principle. And so never, no one ever gets away with anything. I don't care who you are. Because built into the Word of God, again, because everything is based on obedience to God's Word and disobedience to God's Word. That is what this whole world is designed on and function on obedience and disobedience. And so you and I, when we are obedient to God's Word, there are blessings within that. When we are disobedient to God's Word, there is punishment in between that. And so we have to be the deciding factor how we want that. But God deals with the man's spirit. He stirs up the man's spirit. Ecclesiastic 8.8, 8, no one has power over the spirit to retain the spirit. And no one has power in the day of death. There is no release from that war. And wickedness will not deliver those who are given to it. And so saying you cannot do that and expect to be... Um, uh, to be rescued, because the Bible tells us a man's pride will bring him pretty low. So you see then that God communicates to us through the Spirit. That is why when um, he has to renew, um, create in, in me a right heart and renew my spirit, he has to give us a new spirit so that he can begin to communicate with us um, directly as he did with the first um, Adam. And so God has to restore that because he communicates with his spirit direct contact. And he's able to reach man through that spirit and cause man through grace to be obedient to God's will and to fulfill his plan for that man. So we see Malachi chapter 2.16 For the Lord God of Israel says that he hates divorce for it covers one's garment with violence. And I've seen quite a few divorces, and I was in the midst of those as well, say the Lord of hosts. Therefore, take heed to your spirit that you do not deal treacherously. And God is, I'm telling you guys, uh, God had showed me this thing about um, uh, divorce, and he, you and I, we call it marriage, but in the eyes of God, it's deeper than that. It's a covenant. Everyone comes to watch a covenant being formed. And those that assist in breaking covenant, God judges those folks. And so uh, he, re he revealed some really in interesting stuff to me when I was going through mine and the price that one pays as a result of making decisions when it comes to divorce. He tells us that 
God didn't institute um, divorce. It was uh, the, the people oppressed uh, David, not David, uh, Moses so much that he did it on their behalf. But the Bible tells us that God does not like that. But um, he works with us. Uh, we're crazy and flaky. And so he works with us with our crazy and uh, flakiness. And a lot of people don't understand that God works along with our culture as well. Back in the day, the culture was a man can have uh, several wives and so forth. So he worked with that. And as man uh, changes uh, the rules and regs with their culture, God adopts to that, working with us, uh, working with God and man together, fulfilling his will. And so he is a God that cares about all of us. But he reaches us and he communicates with us through the Spirit. And um, as he communicates with us through the Spirit, then we are able to do the will of the Father. And so uh, let me give you a testimony of Jesus Christ before we close it right here. And then tomorrow we're going to pick up um, about the Spirit. Now, now one becomes born again, what happens with this new Spirit and how God works with this new man. Behold, all things have become or new or old things have become new. So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. And that is the um, declaration in Luke chapter 1, verses 80, as to who Jesus was as a young buck, if you will. So I want to uh, thank you guys for following me with this. Uh, study we are going to continue again is I'm trying to show you who you are in Christ spirit soul and body so you can get yourself in faith so that you can attain the promises that God has for you the Bible says that the just shall live by faith you walk by faith and not by sight thank you for coming to blueprint of faith and remember every child of God overcomes the world for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.